0: Listen, we are not meant to do life alone, and that includes our wellness journey. I don't know about you, but if I'm in isolation too long, those healthy habits God wants to pursue start to slip. I start skipping workouts. I start going back to my old harmful coping mechanisms. I start missing out on my Jesus time, and slowly I end up back where I don't want to be. Defeated, stuck, sad and depressed, frustrated with myself. Maybe you recognize that cycle in your own life. We need community to support us, keep us accountable, help share our burdens, and to encourage us to keep going. That's why I created In His Image Wellness Collective. It's a place to come together as we steward our wellness for Jesus and be transformed more into who he originally created us to be. If you need community, send me an email at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com, and let's get you plugged in. When you join, you'll get access to an incredible workout and nutrition platform, weekly meal plan inspiration, weekly devotionals, a weekly prayer meeting over Zoom, daily support and guidance, a private group for accountability, and so much more send me an email at Wellness at gmail.com to get all the details on how to become part of this incredible community. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, happy bonus Thursday, or I guess happy whatever day of the week it is that you're listening to this episode. Uh, Today I want to talk a little bit about the holiday blues. I know for many of us, the holiday season is joyful and happy and warm, and we get so excited about it, and that is such a good thing. But I know for another group of us, it can be painful, and the holidays can come with sadness and loneliness, anxiety, and depression. And I have known both sides of the coin, sometimes individually a holiday characterized only by joy or a holiday characterized only by depression. But more often than not, I hold both tensions at the same time where I have joy about certain aspects of the holiday, but depression also tries to grab hold of my heart. And there's this sadness and this heaviness and this loneliness. You know, when I walk into holidays, I walk into family dysfunction and being around a lot of hard personalities. And the dream that I had of multi generational Christmas times together doesn't look like what I would have hoped for. And I have learned over the years that there are some things I need to do to support myself during this holiday season so that I can feel more of the joy and less of the sadness. So I wanted to share with you seven tips, yes, seven, on how you can address the holiday blues and move forward the season with a little bit more joy. And the first thing is a very practical thing, and that is to set a budget and stick to it. It really is the thought that counts. And I know some of the stress that comes with the holidays is how much it costs and you want to give your kids the best of everything, and you want to show up with the most thoughtful hostess gifts, and you want to be generous, but the financial burden and stress that that puts on yourself is not worth it. Stick to a realistic budget based on your household income. Stick to a budget. Set it and stick to it. There is peace in knowing you haven't overextended yourself. There is joy in knowing you're not gonna have to suffer through January and February and March under the weight of bills. Set a budget and stick to it. And can I tell you, if you show up with joy on Christmas, that is contagious. Our kids feel the joy in our heart. And it's not by stuff, right? You can create amazing memories that have nothing to do with With stuff. I promise you. Second is avoid or limit alcohol. I know there's parties hopping, there's overflowing mimosas, there's cheers, there's celebrations, and those are all great. But I want to remind you that alcohol is a depressant. So if you are prone to feeling sad and lonely and depressed and anxious, Alcohol will only exasperate that. And I have personal experience with that. Guys, you know, I've done an episode before on my relationship with alcohol and how God is really trying to heal that in my life. But I know that I used alcohol as a little bit of a crutch to help me get through the holidays, right? I have social anxiety. It's hard to be around certain personalities. Having a glass of wine at that stressful event takes the edge off but all it leaves you with is more anxiety and more depression. It is not worth it. Avoid or limit alcohol. Number three, make a point of seeing people that actually lift your spirits. You know, sometimes we get so busy with events we feel obligated to go to that we miss out on the quietness of just being around people you love. Like that is so important. That's one of the things I'm doing this holiday season. I am having a pajama party, an alcohol-free pajama party with some women that bless my heart and lift my spirits. And I cannot wait for that. Of all the socializing and events to come, that is what I'm looking forward to because that is going to lift my spirits. It's going to help me not feel isolated. It's going to give me that sense of community that I don't get from my birth family. It's going to be joyous and I can't wait. The fourth thing I want you to do, and this is probably one of the biggest ones, is to check your expectations. Life is not a Hallmark movie. Your Christmas is not going to be a fairy tale. You're going to have difficult personalities you have to deal with. You're going to have kids that might be disappointed or cranky because they're sugared and underslept right? It's gonna be a bit messy. So check your expectations and embrace what is. Stop being disappointed about what's not and embrace what is. I used to always go to my family Christmas hoping and wishing it would be different than all the other years only to be disappointed. I now go with a realistic set of expectations. There are difficult personalities. There's always yelling and there's always fighting. I don't contribute to it, but that's the way it is. And so I have learned to to temper my expectations and then be at ease and go in God's peace. The fifth thing I want you to do, guys, is exercise. No, this isn't about, you know, burning off the Christmas cookies. This is about managing your mental health. This is what I say in In His Image Wellness all the time. We exercise to steward our minds and our bodies. This is about working out anxiety. This is about getting a shot of serotonin and those happy endorphins that come when we move. This is about getting your heart rate up and getting a sweat on so that you are more patient, more calm, more connected, and all of that. And if you don't know where to start with exercise, send me a DM on Instagram or email me at carloardiswellness at gmail.com and I can tell you all about the workout platform we use in His Image Wellness Collective. You don't have to do it alone, but friends, you do have to do it. An exercise looks different for everybody, whatever your ability is. Maybe it's just a quick walk around the block. If that's the movement that you can do, then do it. It doesn't have to look like what other people do. The sixth thing to help with the holiday blues is say no more often, no to events. And no to conversations. If there are conversations that come up around the Christmas table that bring you angst, that make you feel bad, that get you angry, that cause division, you can say no to participating in that conversation. You do not have to fight every battle. You do not have to climb every mountain in front of you that's presented by someone else trying to drag you into a political or philosophical question or is trying to manage what you eat. You don't have to engage in those conversations. That is a choice. Learn to say no more often. And lastly, the biggest thing to help with the holiday blues is to orient your thoughts and heart to the true meaning of Christmas. God has come and God is coming again. Let that make gratitude reign in your heart. When you are feeling sad, remember the gift of the season, that you don't have to be alone, that you are never left or forsaken by God. If you are feeling lonely, know that he is ever present with you because he came and you can have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. If you are anxious, remember that you have someone that you can take your burdens to. If you're depressed, look at the example in the Bible of how God loved on his prophets that were depressed. God wants to love on you. God wants to love on you and restore in you joy. Orient your thoughts and heart to the true meaning of Christmas. Guys, the holiday blues may not be able to escape you completely, but if you take these seven tips to heart, you'll be able to navigate this season with a little bit more presence, a little less anxiety, and a lot more joy, right? And that's truly what this season should be about joy. And I know it's hard if you've lost a loved one, if you're alone if you have broken relationships, if you have dysfunctional relationships, it's hard. I'm not trying to say it's not hard. I am trying to say that there is hope and that there are things that you can do which are in your control to help you get through the season. We can't control the uncontrollable, but we can control our thoughts and our emotions and how we show up. It's hard work, but we can do it. Your holiday does not have to be overridden with anxiety and depression. Remember why we're celebrating, friends. And if you need help, reach out. I would love to speak joy and hope into your life. I'll see you later. Thanks for joining me today.